All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, this is what's important. Yep. Mac Weldon is better than whatever the fuck you're wearing right now. I say that that way because you're allowed to swear. Mac Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping, which is good because we are simple people. It's the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. Mac Weldon has a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial. I came by being antimicrobial a little unnaturally, but now I'm fully antimicrobial myself. That means I eliminate odor just like their silver underwear and shirts. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair, keep it, and they're still going to refund you. No questions asked because that's how they are. Not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well, too. I think I've already made this joke, but they do a wicked Hamlet. Anyway, go to MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. Get 20% off. A lot of podcast advertisers are like, hey, we'll give you 10% off, but not these guys. Mac Weldon says 20% off using promo code T-T-C-A at MacWeldon.com. Uh, well, man, I'm John Maltz, and maybe I do need some more underwear. I'm Lex Friedman, and I'm so antimicrobial, it hurts. John Armstrong, currently wearing a Mack Weldon t-shirt and nothing else. Welcome to Turning This Car Around, people. Now that is that is some word art right there. You have painted a picture. Um, you know, it's what I do, Lex. <laughs> Gentlemen, kids. it's... Oh, man. I hear it's of, hot out there. Is it? Is oh, the, God. Yeah, oppressively hot. Speaking of word art, what was that app for like the classic Mac OS where you could do crazy things with words like you could do crazy things with text and all kinds of graphical treatment type styler type styler god i love type styler. <laughs> wow man that's oh, I, I, that 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 there. Trunk. I needed it um, yeah well gentlemen here's the good news it's another nighttime recording session so i ask mm-hmm. you both how yes. much whipped cream vodka have you poured for yourselves <laughs> <laughs> zero whipped cream vodka and i actually because mm-hmm. I was running late, apologies, uh, fellas. I was running late, and I did not grab my Johnny Drum bottle, so I'm alcohol free right now. Oh, but in a moment, oh, no, I'm going to wow. sneak out while Lex is on, or John is on a diatribe, and I'll uh, <laughs> grab it. <laughs> and Mr. Moltz, what are you drinking? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> Here's a story. Great. Yeah. No, I am. I basically the same thing I was drinking the last time, which is a, a um, Jameson's neat and um, and the, but this time it's I have a Rainier, a local favorite. Nice to wash that back with. I have uh, Tanqueray and lime Ooh, yeah. seltzer. That's what I'm drinking. Tanqueray, I like lime. Tanqueray. Yeah, Tanqueray and lime seltzer. That's right. I think I your your choices it. are improving. Thank you. Yes, agreed. <laughs> okay, so I was able to slip out. Johnny Drum it is. Wow, the podcaster's straight neat wow. bourbon of And you're choice. drinking, and if, if I remember correctly, you're drinking right out of the bottle. Correct. That's that's how we do it here in the mm-hmm. podcasting closet. <laughs> I love the idea of Armstrong running out of that closet as fast as his feet can take him, oh, grabbing yeah. a bottle of alcohol and slamming the door shut as gently as he can so he can start drinking and podcasting again. That's right. I did. Yeah. I did every one of those. things. I'm actually surrounded by glassware here. This is where <laughs> we store our extra glassware. So there's there would even if I hadn't brought a glass from upstairs, there would be absolutely no reason for me not to have a glass. I I wish John, I could I thought, pass a glass to you through the internet, but I can't. 
I am yet. When you said you're surrounded by glassware, I instantly went to this week. We taught our son mixology and the <laughs> special arts of cocktail making, like lousy drinks. Yeah. So um, no, I'm, I'm guessing that's not happening yet. No, that is not happening yet. However, that does bring us to something that I did want to talk about. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. Which is which is. Um, where were they? they were out someplace and I was, they were coming back and I was making dinner and, um, I decided, <laughs> I'm not sure why I decided this. So I, okay. And actually I know why, cause I had some bratwursts in the refrigerator. I thought <laughs> that would be absolutely delicious. We should eat those. Your vegetarian um, wife when I say we, those. yeah, when I say we, I mean me and Hank, um, <laughs> And I thought, what goes well with bratwurst? And I was like, well, like, what's a like a German? What's a German side that I could make? Beer. So I, was, I was thinking, <laughs> I could make. Um, I I looked up some recipes online, and a lot of there's a lot of egg noodles, and we didn't have any egg noodles in the like packaged egg noodles in the pantry. So I looked up a recipe for spätzle, mm. and and it looked the recipe is extremely easy. It's just flour and eggs and water and salt um i was like oh this is this is simple and then and then and then they say you know like if you don't have a spätzle maker just press this the dough through a, a strainer into the boiling water I'm like okay that sounds that sounds easy too <laughs> it was not at all easy in any regard um so they came home and it was a disaster the the sausages were on the grill and the grill is smoking like crazy i'm standing over this boiling pot of water burning my hands trying to press this freaking dough through the strainer which is not working at all and i'm screaming and and hank steps in and hank like and i'm like here take the press the dough and hank grabs it and he starts pressing the dough i run out and check the sausages i come back in and i help him out and then um and then i'm like i look over my shoulder again and they're smoking again and i'm like and he's like are they done I'm like yeah yeah they're done get a grab a plate go get them so he ran it grab, grabbed a plate ran out got them off not only did he get them off the grill um, without dropping any of them, mm. he closed the grill and turned the grill off. Wow! Um, so I was, uh, I was, I was well pleased with his his clutch performance in that situation because it was quickly developing into uh, a disaster of my own making. And uh, he he stepped into the ring and took over and <laughs> I'm, saved dinner. I'm I'm really intrigued. You know, I I make my kids prepare much of their own breakfast but we don't do fancy breakfast here not during the the, the week anyway on the weekends maybe but you know I'll, I'll get their fruit set up because you know two of them eat bananas and i prefer peeling it because they suck at peeling them and then one of them has some other fruit that typically involves cutting so i'll cut it up but then after that if they want frozen waffles like they're going to get the waffles out of the freezer they're going to put them in the toaster they're going to start the toaster they're going to get them out of the toaster again and if they want cereal they got to assemble all that themselves i'll typically get the bowls because it's the shorter two who want cereal and they can't reach the bowls but then after that like they got to get the spoon they're going to pour and put the milk in so like but they have never even touched the grill. My wife is like totally militant when it comes to the grill, like stay 50 feet away from the grill at all times when it's been on in the past 48 yeah. hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm very impressed. I'm very, do you tell Hank, Hey, that guy I do that podcast with, he's impressed. Add me to that. List. I, will, I will do that. I'll be sure to do that when I see him again. I, did I talk about that? At, in <laughs> whenever the, that, the last, <laughs> yeah, whenever, whenever that, that is, did I talk about on the last show? Um, that I had my I had the two oldest girls helping me with the grill. 
Yes. On vacation. I'm okay. making the burgers. Yes. But yeah. they actually, yes. towards yeah. the end, we were actually having them, uh, I had them do things with the grill, like flip the corn and that stuff. They were they were nice. cooking on the grill. And I, I just have to say, and this is awfully, um, there's a part of me that hoped that the fire gene would kick in in my daughter <laughs> and that she would want to be near the fire. And it didn't happen. <laughs> so I'm a little, not disappointed, but... I I'm happy for you, John. I'm happy. By the end you. of the summer, our backyard will be set up, and we will have a fire pit, and the kids are very excited because we have a neighbor or a friend yeah. with a fire pit, and they love that. So uh, they're very excited about the impending. Now, of course, they're mostly excited because marshmallows. Like that's oh, all yeah. I can think about. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, right, keep your right. marshmallows away from my fancy new fire pit that I bought on Prime Day. But they're like, no, no, no. We're gonna oh, roast marshmallows on. We are roasting. I, you know, we yeah. made corn today. We were supposed to grill everything, and then it was raining here, so it was all boiled instead. Hot dogs <laughs> and corn boiled, just like mom used to make. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then my eldest always insists that I have to cut the corn off the cob for her. And like, I just want to sit and eat, and I don't want to be interrupted. So I'm going to cut the corn off the cob as soon as the corn is done cooking. So the corn is always extremely hot as I cut the corn off my oh, yeah. cob. Not right. my cob. That's cob. always fun. Yeah. Why <laughs> can't you just eat it on the cob? That's what I want to know. <laughs> my mom used to can everything. It gets in your teeth. Yeah. My mom used to can everything and and she would boil corn. She would can corn, which is awful. Um by the way, she would can it and um when she would and then your dad de- be like, "Hey, can de- it." <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on. So she would hold the cobs of corn vertical. One end was be sitting on a cutting board and the other was with her finger and then she would have an electric knife, electric carving knife. Oh, wow. wow. The Proctor Silex or Sunbeam brand. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Brrr, uh, olive green or, you know, some avocado color. Mm-hmm, awful. Mm-hmm. Brrr, brrr. I mean, it was amazing. Just <laughs> literally like a hot knife through <laughs> butter. And I was terrified she was going to cut her finger off or whatever. And then we'd have blood in the did canned she? corn. No, she never did. And um, she's a pro. That way. My mother-in-law has an acoustic device specifically made for this purpose. Like it's a, and it's yellow, of course, to be on theme, but it's like mm. a little plasticky thing that you squeeze over the corn, and then it's got a metal blade in the center, and so it's got a little circle in the center that's the blade, and you wrap it around the corn, and then just scrape down, and it does it all at once. What is all that called? What once. is that called? Uh, it's the corn decernalizer eight thousand. Mm-hmm. Is that USB? <laughs> Three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's got lasers built in. That's still FireWire 800. So when I Google it, there are a thousand <laughs> devices that do this. Sorry, FireWire 800. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, 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 hey. That's what my Drobo is connected to. So connected with. So. Oh, I think. I, okay, it's it's. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, dr- I'm drinking. Stripper. I'm drinking in honor of FireWire 800. She is using the Norpro 5403 corn cutter. Hmm. I am it's got a solid two down. and a half stars on Amazon, and it's seven dollars and one cent available with Prime. Uh, Norpro fifty what? Norpro fifty four zero three corn cutter. Okay. Two and a half Go stars, ahead. maybe the lowest rated item I've seen in a long time. But guys, <laughs> all this food has me thinking. Sure, not all ingredients are created equal. All right. Fresh, high quality ingredients taste better and are better for you. So it's important to know where your food comes from. 
All right, Blue Apron hooked all of us up with food. We all cooked it. We all ate it. And I'm I'm not gonna lie here. It was really good. It not only was it good, I expected it to be good, and it exceeded my expectations. For less than ten dollars per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, <laughs> not the chicken hot dogs and corn on the cob I made tonight, when you cook with incredible <laughs> ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best, much like this podcast. Some of the meals they had available in July included spinach and basil pesto gnocchi with summer squash green beans and fresh mozzarella, spiced pork tacos with avocado, pickled onion, and elote-style corn, and summer vegetable pizza with garlic, lemon, broccolini. People, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash turning. That's blueapron.com slash T-U-R-N-I-N-G. And when I say get your first three meals free with free shipping, note that three free and with free shipping are all in all capital letters. So I'm going to try it again. Get your first three (laughs) meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash turning. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Blueapron.com slash turning. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. That's a killer deal, by the way. Killer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is good stuff. All right. So uh, back to corn for a moment. I've sent you guys a screenshot of the Amazon corn Thank page. Um, <laughs> and I just want to show notes. Mm-hmm, I'm telling okay, you. So, yeah. Holy. I just had no, no idea there was all these implements. There's a corn oh, there's a soaker. Corn. Yeah. Yeah. The. Um, the Amco one step. So the corn, corn the, the corn on the cob. You guys had the corn on the cob skewer things, right? Yeah, mine are yeah. shaped like to corn. eat the corn. Shaped like corn. Yeah. yeah. My girlfriend has some yeah. vintage. You know, actually, ones we the ones not. that we have are are growing up. We had the corn shaped ones, but now we have. God, I can't. And I can't remember what they are. But there's something. There's some funny thing, but it's not corn. I can't remember what it is. Dildos. I might have to run upstairs and look. Dildos. <laughs> so many dildos. <laughs> Oh my god! I just watched a video on Amazon while we were talking here of the OXO Good Grips corn stripper, and yeah. they only showed the device. They don't show it being used. All I wanted to see was what it looks like in action, and they're like, "Well, we're not going to show you that. We're not. We're just going to show no, you. You don't need to know. What a bunch of shit! I was going to buy one right now for fourteen dollars, but forget it. Is this like Jeez. that YouTube lady who's like, "Look at this! It's a beautiful decornalizer. Oh, hi, decornalizer! You gonna take some corn off the cob? Actually, Not today, Heidi, decornalizer. Heidi, Heidi decornalizer is my mom's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so I have two interesting things to tell you about my kids. Maybe even more. Number one is we all watched Back to the Future 1, and that went well. And then just one kid, Anya, joined me to watch Back to the Future 2, and she really got it. She was predicting things before they happened. Uh, Mm. She was was like, oh, my gosh, I know what's going to happen now. Um, he's going to see himself in there in the past or do- that thing keeps flashing to 1885. He's going to end up getting sent back to 1885, which of course he does. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. She really got into it. She can't wait to see Back to the Future 3. Uh, the other two sat out Back to the Future 2 because Lauren said, guys, it's really complicated. You're going to have a thousand questions and we're not going to want to answer them. So they're like, okay. <laughs> so that went well. So that's thing one. It's also, it's also dark. Yeah, I love it though. It's my favorite. Number two is my favorite of the of the three. Two is your favorite? Yeah. 
Wow. I loved the future stuff when I was a kid. Like when he had the hoverboard and stuff, I was just, I was over the moon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you love the Taco Bell, Fritos, Doritos, Corn Dog, it's, Taco it's Bell? It's mostly one company, <laughs> right? It's Pizza Hut and Pepsi, which is Pepsi all one Co. thing. Right. Yeah. And then there right. was somebody else. Oh, AT&T. It's AT&T it's was mostly there one company. <laughs> mostly. It was just mostly one company with all their product line entirely. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so then this weekend, the girls, and by which I mean my wife and my daughters, are going on a, I guess, a Girl Scouts sponsored uh, camping event. Um, mm. This is especially funny if you know my wife, <laughs> whose interest in camping is like uh, I don't know Donald Trump's interest in immigrants. Um, so by which means she has, like, she is opposed. Um, Telling the truth, yes. Uh, she wants to kill uh, camping, and so, mm-hmm. um, so she's like miserable and dreading it. Well, the girls are excited, but Liam and I are fired up because we're going to just have like total boys' weekend. Uh, which for him means we're going to walk to the pizza place and then we're going to watch Zootopia and then we're going to have a sleepover in my room. So that's that's the big weekend plans. But he, he is so excited. He sleeps on the floor, that's right? That's great. Like he's not no, going to get in bed. We're, we're going to share the bed. We're going to share the bed. Wow. That's a, that's very kind of you. He's very little. Uh, I won't share a bed with my oldest. Because Hank's she's, a kicker. She, yeah. Anya's a kicker and she's a, she's a spreader. You know, she's yeah. like, she's a, she's the letter X. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yep know all about that yeah he's not uh i'm not uh, i'm not sleeping with him <laughs> unless he's 12 but <laughs> right that's part of it but then uh anya was like i, I don't know why sierra didn't care but i was like well if you're gonna do this time with liam i want to do something special too so we are having daddy daughter night tomorrow and we are going to go see finding dory and we're gonna have dinner at the restaurant for choosing which is drum roll please the diner we are having dinner at the diner oh nice so now you know that's a good selection. Anya yeah. wants to call it date night. And I was like, you know what? I think it's weird to call it date night. Let's call it daddy daughter night. She's like, I'm going to call it date night and I'm going to dress up. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Like she is very influenced by Back to the Future, obviously. Yeah. I'm going to wear a suit. <laughs> okay. Gonna- You'll find out later why that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so what you're saying, what I'm hearing right now is that your daughter may be one of those, like you're her, her date to the prom. Because she wants to remain pure until she's married. I'm not saying you're it's, literally yeah, right, saying that. Right. I'm saying you're hinting that that may be the not case. to the prom, to the purity dance. Yeah, we're sorry, yes, fine. the purity dance. Yeah, which is not creepy. We at did all. purity dance. None of those already. are creepy. It's not we already, we already did purity dances. We should probably not like <laughs> go into that. Go into that again. Again. <laughs> uh, yeah. gentlemen. Yes, sir. I, I just have to say, Lex. I'm first of all I'm happy for you that you're having these moments with your children. I think it's great. Thank you. No, I mean, I'm seriously full on. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) No, For real. No, no, for real. So, this week was the epic three girl (sighs) drive to summer camp and drop off. In the, you know, vehicle that I've jizzed over the past three weeks. (laughs) And um, (laughs) here's the thing. Now who's weird? Yeah, whatever. Like you haven't looked at a a car magazine and felt things. Um, (laughs) I have to say, right now, it was the best decision I've made in my life, by far. What, the van? or The 12-passenger van with giant area in the back to put all the shit. Like the six laundry bags full of stuff and the three trunks. Also, pillows. So, (laughs) there's a lot of stuff for three girls going to camp. And when I pulled into the camp... We got there. We tried to get there early enough that um, I'm sorry. I just I want to make sure I, you yeah. might have explained sorry, but it's it's two your your girlfriend's two and then one of yours and my oldest. 
Got yes. it. Okay. I'm yeah. with you. Yep. Marlo, I don't know that she'll be a camper. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, um, she is kind of coming around though. Okay. But I pull in and the dude's like, whoa, you got a big rig. And I said, yes, I do. Three girls ready to come to camp. And he's like, okay, well, let's put you over here. And he directed me to this suite. Like, obviously, it was for the crazy people with the giant vehicle parking area, which consisted of two spots. Me and one other person, like, 12 feet behind me. It was fantastic. And it was, it, like... Did you guys have went, trunks? Did you have trunks? Yes. Three trunks. I love it. One trunk per girl. And they all went to the... There's a website where you can customize your colors. So all three girls did it. And my girlfriend's oldest is um, kind of playing with the idea of goth. Um, and so she's all bummed now because she got all these like fluorescent crazy colors. Um, but but Lita picked like bold, cool colors. So she doesn't care uh, this year. But it was an amazing, like the van was the best decision. It really was. And it was also a lot safer. And we all got to ride together, which meant... You know, we could talk about stuff. It was just, it was great. It was so much better than last year. I was so worried about everything last year with the two cars and the stuff loaded into the cars. It was, it was awful. Um, <laughs> but, um, and also the one thing that I want to say, because I think this is important, the parent energy at camp was so much better this year. Man, mm. last year it was awful super awful and um like how but just the the moms were just like oh they were mad and they wanted to get out of there and they're like throwing things around and like it was just it was just kind of nutty and i'm sending you guys a picture for not public for private looking that's my oldest daughter thrilled to death that she's at camp that's a genuine she's not pulling a face that's just a that's yeah. awesome so that is awesome and what kind of camp is it it's just an it's just a camp. Like there's they have horses and they have a, a kind of a decaying tennis court that no one does. And um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. last year <laughs> all the no, no magic tricks, computer programming, or movie making. No, no, no. I would know what to do with this camp. Okay. No, no. Check. Well, there's no boys, so whatever. <laughs> you wouldn't be there. But um, it's not a co-ed <laughs> camp. It's just girls, and it's there's a lake for swimming, and uh, I don't know if they boat at all, but there's um, there's like a little mini theater, so there's some drama. That you can do, like they let the kids do plays. Oh, the good kind of drama. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, 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 the, for a second there. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. But, There's some drama because they all want to be the lead. <laughs> There's always drama in camp. Um, and and one of the things that um, I want to handle this delicately because, um, well, person. all of the, everybody who is a parent of daughters knows that at some point those daughters are going to get periods yes sir and so we're into the zone where like you know i i've known people who got their periods at like you know 10 9 which is what that's crazy to me but that that's what happened and then people who didn't get them till they're like 14 so mm -hmm. you know both the oldest are starting into this time where it could happen at any time right and i got thinking about it and i was like well actually wouldn't it be best to happen at camp when you're surrounded by girls and the counselors right. who are already, you know, they know what to do. The Everybody there knows what to do. And you have a giant, you're not like walking down the hall in middle school and with white pants or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it's just like the perfect environment. <laughs> like that like, dream. Right. Like if you're, if you're, if it's going to happen, 
that's the best place for it to happen. In my, in my, you know, male did you talk about it with the girls? Um, I talked about or it briefly with Lita. She was very embarrassed, and that we packed some supplies for her mother. Actually, her mother packed some supplies for her, so that was nice. And yeah. I talked to the camp, and you know, like they're like, "Listen, here's the deal. If it happens, we call, we call the mom. It's all good, done." I'm like, "Great, fantastic." But um, so, but it really started me thinking, like, "Oh, oh, oh my little one is no longer little." And, yeah, you know, oh, my. <laughs> Lauren just took Anya to a, a class that the local hospital offers where it's moms and daughters. Um, they said dads were allowed, but that no dad had ever gone. So I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't want to make the other girls uncomfortable, <laughs> but it's because we asked, Hey ladies, what's up? Um, but it's like, it's t- talking to girls about puberty and you know, Lauren was like, listen, none of the, to Anya, she's like, none of this stuff is secret, but you're not going to talk about it to your friends. You're not going to talk about it to your sister or your brother because like, it's up to all the other, your friend's parents when they're going to teach their kids about it. And it's up to us when we're going to teach your siblings about it. And I was worried that Anya was going to come home traumatized. Like what's going to happen to this body of mine? Mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. was like, she was fairly chill about it. Like Lauren was telling me like when the, uh, when the instructor finally dropped the vagina word, which all the kids had been, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I was going to say beating around the bush, but I really don't want to say that. Um, all the kids had been avoiding saying it. Let's go with that. And uh, uh-huh. whew, I just got hot. Uh, but anyway, um, keep beating. The, anyway, uh, all the kids were like super uncomfortable with that. But like, and they were they were surprised to hear about what's going to happen. But they were okay with it. They were like, and, and Anya had all those questions, like, what if it happens at school? What if it happens when we camp? And so we we've, we've talked about what the uh, what the plans are. All right. My, my sister, when I got divorced, it was like one of the, one of, one of my sisters, she took me aside. Said, Listen, at some point your girls are going to get their periods. It was like, thank you for that information. And then she was like, no, listen. And so she had this whole, like, you make a kit. You told us and this actually. This, and this has you, been, I have remembered this ever since you told us this. Yeah, you, it's like the safety kit, right? Yes. Yeah. So that I'm reminding listeners who may or may not have been paying no, attention. No, please go ahead. And also who might be new listeners and not listen to that episode. Um, yeah, but that, that was a great, I mean, it was kind of a weird timing for that, but it was good because, you know, obviously smart and needed. So yay. Um, however, I don't know that it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. I'm just not, uh, I don't think so. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of hormones going around there, which doesn't hurt, but who knows? <laughs> Let's do a quick pause. Cause I want to, <laughs> I want to, you know, acknowledge another sponsor question. Why did the little girl ask for artificial flavors in her snacks? Answer, she didn't. That's why Horizon Organic doesn't put artificial flavors, preservatives, or colors in their foods. Because kids eat food. From organic milk from cows that are raised kindly without the use of growth hormones or antibiotics to super cheesy mac and cheese, Horizon makes food kids love with ingredients the parents love too. And now Horizon has new convenient snacks just in time for back to school. My kids love Horizon Organics options from cheddar sandwich crackers to chocolate milk boxes, honey snack grams to smile and strawberry fruit snacks, and even mozzarella cheese sticks, all of which are great easy options when packing lunches last minute. It makes choosing good food for my family easier. Look for the Horizon red snack boxes in the snack aisle and visit horizondairy.com to see what else Horizon has to offer families. That's horizondairy.com. Horizon, grow the kids. Our thanks to Horizon Organic for their support of turning this car around. Tell us what we can talk about.
You can talk again. Okay. We're good. We're good. <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Kids, huh? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so Marlo <laughs> has started her day camp and her exciting Brooklyn subway experience. Solo subway experience? No, Hell no. Okay. She's seven. I'm not going to turn her loose. No. But, you know, for a kid who gets driven to school and, like, you know, doesn't really participate in the mass transit situation, and not because she's a bad person, but just because it's minimal and, you know, there's just not the same setup. Anyway, she's riding the subway, and it's noisy and um, hot. And the big thing is the stairs. Some of the stops have just, you just come out via stairs, and you're coming from like this superheated, crazy platform that's probably like 300 degrees Fahrenheit. And then you come up to like, you know, 100 degrees Fahrenheit with 100% humidity. So, so that hasn't changed. I haven't been on the subway in a long time, but that has not changed. You're not missing much. The, the, the thing it's that, like the 70s. The thing that has changed is that, I don't know, maybe they were conditioned before, but the cars are air conditioned and, and it's really nice. Like when you get in a car off of a, a platform, it's like you've stepped into, you know, a beautiful oh, okay. world of 72 degree weather. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the cars the cars were not air conditioned. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Well, <laughs> they had fans. They're air conditioned now. And occasionally you get one yeah. that isn't and it is torture. But so far we've been lucky this year. It's been good. And I just want big- to say really quick cuz this is embarrassing to me but still true. Even when the subway is going to be faster, when I'm in the city for work, I'm so angsty about sweating in the summer that I always Uber. I won't. I won't go in the subway even when it's clearly the faster option because I'm so I'm so <laughs> terrified of getting sweaty and gross yeah. from the from being underground. Just want to put it out there. It's my shame, my secret shame. Marlo has said that. Must be nice, Dad. My back is wet. My back. Work my face. back is wet. Uh, and yeah, um, yeah. Also. I think today I, I needed to shower again at 9 a.m. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh, quick side question here. The kids who are at sleepaway camp, how long is sleepaway camp? Three weeks. Three weeks. And so what's the correspondence policy? Do they have to write letters? Do they get a phone call? Do they get an email? How does it work? No email. No, there's no, there's no digital at this camp. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can have a Kindle, but it has to be, there's no internet access. You cannot have anything that has a, a access of any kind. Okay. So no the phones. counselors must be super popular. Okay. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that what their policy is. Uh, but the campers cannot. They can have a Kindle, but only for reading. And then those are like like under lock and key until reading time, I guess. Got it. Got it. Um, so uh, now, when I went to camp, my parents sent me with self addressed stamped envelopes. No, no, we didn't do that. And I was supposed to write to them every day. And there oh, were two yeah, problems. We one, I didn't want to. And two, it was so hot and humid at camp that all the envelopes sealed themselves shut. And I was like, eh, screw it. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? And so eventually, after a couple of weeks, the letter's like, we noticed you haven't written to us in, you know, 12 days. So we're going to stop. Like, this is the last one. Okay, this is the new last one. If you don't, And I was like, whatever, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> and then was like visiting day because I was there for eight weeks and it was visiting day and they showed up and they were like, what's the deal? I'm like, look, they're all sealed shut. And they're like, you couldn't get more envelopes? I was like, well... <laughs> Come on. I'm at, I'm at camp. There's it's not, just you. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> That's really funny. I, I've heard nothing. And I, and I don't expect to, like, honestly. Um, I, the, my girlfriend's youngest had written me a letter. And it started out with, like, Hi, John. 
and she had, that was as far as she got. And I saw that in her camp stuff last year. So she started a letter, but didn't get past the comma. Um, Lita wrote me last year to tell me about that she needed better boots for writing. But this year, that I was so dialed in. She had all her stuff. It was like, it was just the best to be that dialed on the camp stuff. To be ready to go, like everything wow. good, 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 good. Um, but... I don't know. Like I've already sent a letter about the crazy thunderstorms that we had. Like we had some wicked, crazy mm -hmm. uh, lightning and thunder, and it was like it does not rain like this in the West, where Marlo and I raced from her first day at day camp, the four blocks, you know, and they're they're shortish blocks, so four blocks to the subway station. By the time you know, now the the she would see the lightning, and I would tell her to count numbers until we would hear the thunder. And whatever number she got to, that's how many miles away it was. So if it was, she got to seven, that's seven miles away. Which I have no idea if that's scientifically anything. <laughs> this is heavy, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it kept her, it kept her mind occupied and not freaking out about the thunder. So we run downstairs. We get in the, we get in the subway, and literally, it's like a bath. It's so humid. Like there's, you're swimming through the air, and we get in the air conditioned thing and then we're freezing cold because it's air conditioning and you're sweaty and then you get off and we we come upstairs from the other one from our final station to go home and it is a downpour like torrential just so i'm wearing my um photographer gear backpack that's mm -hmm. uh, has my like work stuff and laptop in it and did you fold marlo into the backpack Okay, this is, hold on, I'm getting there. So the backpack has a weather... Like origami. Mm -hmm. It has a weather cover, like an all-weather waterproofy cover, which is made of like a, you know, awesome nerd material and keeps the water out. And so I put it's that made around... made the skin of John Gruber. I, uh, <laughs> That's awesome nerd material. No, no. Go ahead. <laughs> um, wow, Okay. Um, let me erase that, go back. All right, so it's torrential downpour, and I'm like, okay, I ripped this thing out of the back, and it's still, it's attached to the backpack. You cannot remove it from the backpack that I know of. So it's attached to the backpack, the bottom part of my backpack. And I, like, take it out, and I I make Marlo stand close to me, and I put this over her head and kind of drape it around her shoulders. And the backpack's not a big backpack, so it's, like, she's barely covered. Her head is barely covered, and it looks like she's wearing, like, a shower cap kind of thing. It's very funny looking. And we're running up the street. And she has to run close to me and she's like, Dad, don't run too fast. So like it's got and it's got a stretchy um stretchy band around it as well as the stretchy band holding it to my back. It was just awesome because she was running through the streets of Brooklyn, getting rained on in this weird giant shower cappy looking crazy thing with it, a weird It's, it's only happened shower. like twice that I can think of with my kids, but when we have been caught in a downpour my advice is always like, let's just embrace it. Let's just screw it. We're going to walk. We're going to get soaked and it's going to be fine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, Hank and I used to, when it would rain like crazy here, we would go outside and just like play in the rain when he was a little kid. And somehow he's gotten to the point where he can't stand the rain. And <laughs> I'm not sure exactly when that happened. He lives in the wrong place. He's though. like, he doesn't even want to, he doesn't, which is really difficult here. Yeah. And <laughs> he does not even like want to go from the garage to the house. <laughs> without like an umbrella and i'm like no no we're not opening an umbrella to go from the garage to the house 14 steps come on yeah yeah I, I, and then and like and then you know and you know how hard it is i've explained how often he does not like going to school um he um <laughs> we'll say 
<laughs> like he'll come outside, you know, it'll be time to go to school. We'll get downstairs and go to the car and he'll look out and see that it's raining. He's like, I don't want to go to school because it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just the idea. Boy, that's of it. Uh, that's a shame because um, because you're going, buddy. That's pretty much meaningless. Yeah, I mean, is that what you say? Do you say it like that? <laughs> it's something like something like that. Get yeah. your ass to school now. Get your ass in the car. I that was a good Batman voice, Lex. Thank you. Um, <laughs> my, uh, you know, we've been. I, I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago. My kids have been staying up later this summer because it's the summer, and who cares? And they've got those traffic lights in their room, so they they can't bother us until seven fifteen. And I will tell you, summer's flying by here, but I have been sleeping. Uh, sometimes if sometimes my wife's been waking up early and she cannot wake up without waking me up. She's like physically incapable. But as long as Lauren doesn't wake up first, I'm sleeping all the way till 7.15 when the kids run in. And do you know why I think that's happening? I can't even... Yeah. It's my sleep number bed. To be your best oh. during the day, you can't afford a mediocre, night, a mediocre night's sleep. You can afford a sleep number bed. Who here on this podcast is sleeping in a sleep number bed? Me. Me. And me. <laughs> Oh, you know what? I knew I was going to do this, and I didn't get my sleep number uh, data up. Hang on one second. So my sleep number setting, oh. I'm currently sleeping on the 90. I'm on the 90. Wow. Me too. Wow. What are you on, Mr. Armstrong? Hold on. My sleep IQ score was 80 now last you, night. That's your, that's, that's your sleep number. Right. Yeah, my, my sleep number yeah. setting right now is 90. I'm on 65. I was 65 last night. Oh, nice. I tried to go a little lower. Couldn't do I gotta, it. I got I to I I I hold my phone way far away from my microphone because it's interfering. <laughs> And then I gotta, then I gotta pull it up. Oh, dude, my sleep IQ last score night, last night. I think last night was okay. Let me take, let's take a look. My now. sleep IQ score last night was ninety-seven. I just want to be. Clear. Oh my god! Ooh, I okay. basically did. All right, a mine test. was mine was only seventy-nine. Loser. It, it felt pretty good. <laughs> well, you know why it felt pretty good? It's because the sleep night eighty-six bed. night before though. Okay. Well, the sleep number bed lets you choose your ideal firmness and change it. Each side adjusts, making it the perfect bed for couples. So I'm guessing the women in your lives are pretty happy with the sleep number bed situation as well. With the optional Sleep IQ technology, it lets you A, compete with your co-hosts, and B, track your sleep so you know what to adjust for your best quality sleep, like your sleep number setting. In fact, according to Sleep IQ research, check this out, people who adjust their sleep number setting are 58% more likely to have improved sleep quality. Uh, my sleep number setting is 90. My sleep IQ score last night was 98. Whoa. A queen sleep number match with, with sleep IQ technology starts at only $1,099.98. It's a great value. No better sleep. Sleep number beds and sleep IQ technology are only available at any of the 475 sleep number stores nationwide. And be sure to tell them Lex and the Johns with turning this car around sends you. Really just mention Lex. <laughs> Lex with turning this car around sends you. Any of the sleep number stores nationwide. Thank you to sleep number. A, for giving a sleep number beds and B for their support of turning this car around. So there you have it. We love, we love the bed. Yes. We absolutely love the bed. The dog also loves the bed. What's funny is I've been, you know, I, I've mentioned to you guys when we had some tech issues last time, I've been having some Wi-Fi problems and it's amazing to me how many things I have to put back on my network when I change it, including my bed. <laughs> You got to get all the speakers back. You got to put the alarm on the network. You got everything. And then it's like, oh, I also have to put the bed back on the network. And uh, I love it every time it cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just yep. saying. Yep. Good note. Good note. Good note. I will remember that when I... No, I'm serious. Like, I that's something I would completely forget to do. And like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, good note. Did I... 
Did I talk about the circle? Uh, you did a little bit. Yeah, the, the circle by Disney, okay. I believe it's I did. called. Yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you okay. said you, you... I was going to ask you about that, so I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cool, I think. Have you been using my, it to my, time I've, limit? Thumbs up so far. Yeah, you can time limit. You can do this. Like, There's a lot... There's a pretty good amount of granularity. And the nice thing about it is that it is, you, you create a profile for people. Um, and then you assign devices to that profile. And so the profile works. So you can say, you know... No screen time between, you know, eight o'clock at night and seven o'clock in the morning or something, whatever. And it works across all the devices. I'm going to buy one um, when I can set it so that if my kid hasn't brushed her goddamn teeth, she can't <laughs> use her Sono speaker yet. That's what not, uh, not, no, not included. The, uh, the, the oral, uh, insert has not been, <laughs> has not been approved by the FDA. <laughs> we're gonna move past it we're gonna move past it everybody just, here we go fasten your seatbelts we're moving right past it <laughs> nobody say anything just keep going mm-hmm. um but the, the mm-hmm. crazy thing i don't understand i still don't understand exactly how it works because you just get it onto your wi-fi network and then all of a sudden you can assign devices and it will control them um and it has it does not sit between i assume that it would sit between my wi-fi router and the modem. So I was thinking about the, that ever since you, maybe you said it on, I don't know if you said it on the show with the rebound, but ever since yeah, you said it. Because I talked about it on the other show and I can't, now I'm confused as to I what was, I said on each show. I was thinking about that and it's, it sounds like it's effectively inserting itself as a, as an intentional man in the middle attack, right? Like it's interfering with. <laughs> no, it's a proxy. It's a proxy server. Man Tell us more, John. Break it down. Well, so what, what happened, like when you have a VPN, that's essentially a proxy. So what you're doing is you're rerouting traffic through a gateway and then out but it's just connecting to their regular wi-fi but, that's, but the is, thing is it is my, but it my takes, wife my yeah my my router doesn't know anything about it no that's how that's the awesomeness so it's intercepting packets when you add the devices you're adding and it's oh, probably intercepting doing, them like a man in the middle <laughs> no i'm saying yeah <laughs> technically but that's what a vpn does so you can use a vpn yes. man in the middle huh lex it's a yes. VPN. It's different. No, it's not a man in the middle. So <clears throat> VPN is elective, as is this. So it's technically not a man in the middle. Nerd talking now. Um, no, it just what it does is it, it it is acting as a proxy server. So when you add a device to it, it then says any traffic across this whole network, I'm taking it over. I'm going to filter all traffic from that device. And so all the devices that you're adding, it knows those devices are on the network and it filters the traffic. And so the router traffic doesn't get, like whatever's coming across the router just comes across the router. The router doesn't know about it, doesn't need to know because it's only once it hits the circle that stuff starts to happen. That's how, that's the awesomeness of a proxy server or a VPN or similar where you're it's it's a brilliant way to filter traffic it really it's very smart they leverage a tactical technology called arp spoofing it intercepts and inspects network packets sent from connected devices and has the ability to grant the american association of retired people yes yes (laughs) arp spoofing that's how disney says it works or that's i'm sorry that's how circle says it works (laughs) someplace in someplace in florida there's a bunch of old people in a room and they're filtering your traffic for you oh it's address resolution protocol spoofing so when when yeah. those devices are looking up the address I, it's interesting what, you know so what, what i do? just said what i just said 
I was right. Just, we should do some speed tests. Is there somebody else on this on this podcast, Lex? No. Can you hear just, the other just voice? Just the two of us. Okay. <laughs> you should do some speed tests with or without. I'm curious if it slows everything down by like a fraction. Uh, I'm trying to find the shitty. Parts. You know, it might, but it might, but I'm not. I'm not on it, so I don't care. <laughs> See, that's the beauty. I mean, because you can you can choose to make. I don't have to make a profile for myself. Right. And I thought about that, and I thought, well, why would I do that? Um, because I'm not going to restrict anything that I want to get to. Certainly, uh-huh, yeah. And I just want to manage him. <laughs> so I. Um, and it uses the device's MAC address. Pretty cool. Did I tell you guys this is totally yeah. unrelated? But I was just thinking about it. Did I tell you guys I uh, I had my kids watch um, Michelle Obama's Back to the speech future? from the, the no. Democratic National Convention? <laughs> Didn't mention that. I asked them, hey, do you guys want to see this speech that Michelle Obama gave? And they, they have no idea, you know, why. And they said, sure. And so um, they, they had some questions. They were like, she said she lives in a house built by slaves. What house is that? And so then, like, I blow their minds, and they, just, they, they can't believe it. Like, they, like many Republicans, they can't believe that the White House was built by slaves. And so we're looking at some of the history of that and the story of how the White House was built. But uh, I think that my kids were genuinely moved by Michelle Obama's speech. So I'm just putting that out there. Good watching. Yeah. Great how speech. you could not be. Yeah. It was, I think it's probably the best one so far, right? I would agree. I I, I would say I would, I, yes, I, I would so. agree. Also, I also think that um, as my girlfriend said this when they were doing the roll call vote, that she really wanted to share that with her girls, and she was bummed that they were at camp. And I've never heard her talk about like being ha, ha, other than like she misses the kids. Other than that, she's never said that. You know, I wish I wish they weren't at camp, and that was kind of shocking and surprising. But I felt the same way. I'm like, the, Lita is at an age where she would, I think, really hugely inspirational to see a woman get get the nomination. What I thought last believe night, though... Believe me. <laughs> believe me. What I thought last night, though, <laughs> first of all, I saw something on Twitter where it was like Biden put him up to the, the impersonation. Put, uh, what's his name up to it? Oh, yeah? Uh, Tim Kaine? Yeah. Kane. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, but it was, and I saw I this. I thought on, it was fine. Personally, I, I saw this on Twitter. He did it wrong, though. He 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 emphasized the believe and the me. So yeah. Like, believe me. With Trump is like it's all about the leave. Believe, believe me. me. Believe me. Right. It's I'm a down at the end. So so. Okay, you're right. I saw this on Twitter, and it was how men were talking about a woman when Barack Obama says, "No one." is more qualified to be the president. Not me, not Bill. And that's pretty, that was like, whoa. Right. That's amazing and awesome. And about fucking time that someone said that about a woman. And that it's Hillary, I think is, is, you know, it's fantastic. I'll never forget watching her talk about healthcare on C-SPAN in the 90s, because I'm old. And realizing like, (laughs) holy shit, she's someone to be reckoned with. Like she's got her shit together, and now that she's here, sorry, raging, raging, raging Democrat over here. So I'm voting for mm. Hillary. Just gotta say, <laughs> fuck the Bernie Bros, hard up the ass. I think we're. Oh man, oh Jesus. Okay, God, serious. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Seriously, get the fuck over it. You're voting Hillary, and if you don't, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> That's that's the bourbon. That's the bourbon, people. <laughs> we're we're gonna get letters. Believe me. Actual letters, I think, because um, 
Right, they don't use the internet. <laughs> 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 <laughs>